This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. Hey, Supernatural fans. We are back here talking about Season 13, Episode 4, The Big Empty. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Oh, that's so nice. So nice. If for people who would never know what this cover is, uh, or who the band is who does this cover, it's from a band called Quiet Drive, and it's one of my favorites. Definitely doesn't top the original song, but it's just kind of nice because it's a part of my childhood with a band that I grew up with, so it's like, yes! Hello, everyone! Uh, welcome back to our awesome studio, After Buzz TV. We are going to be talking about Supernatural! As you can see, I'm by myself. It's kind of weird, but I'm really glad that you guys are here to watch, whether you're watching it later or watching it live. And if you don't know who I am, I'm Alexis Torres. You guys can find me all over social media at atorres890, somewhere down here. Um, you can follow the girls. I'm not going to say their Twitter names because I will probably mess it up because I know I do that every show. <laughs> but you can definitely follow them. Look at our past episodes. They're pretty awesome. And uh, if you love Supernatural, use the hashtag ABTVSupernatural because that's all we do all day is talk about Supernatural. I don't know how many times I've said the title. But uh, the title is called Big, The Big Empty. Uh, don't forget you can chat with us live. You can... Uh, um, comment later. You can go to iTunes, find the show, put your comments down there, because then we'll probably read them out and you'll get a shout out. That's always fun. So today, usually if you've never been to a solo show before, I'm pretty much just going to run through everything. I'm going to have the chat up with my awesome engineer, Steve, who's hitting the ones and twos back there. Um, so, oh, there he is. Um, and if you guys have any questions or comments or anything you loved about the show, go ahead and throw it up in the live chat. He'll say it or I'll say it or something so that we can work together because it's really weird having a solo show because it's pretty much just going to be me talking the entire time so help me out all right so let's get into it oh i also want to say hi to everybody in the chat ivan renji deandria deandria i hope i said that correctly um i see so chill four um zias bilu god i hope i said that right as well um i'm probably just gonna call you harris deandria if i didn't say it correctly but i'm also like really excited that you guys are all here because 
it wouldn't be there wouldn't be an after show without you guys. So I'm so happy you guys are here. Um, so let's let's get into it. So this episode was kind of crazy. No, okay. Well, it wasn't crazy. It was more along the lines of like I really loved our twists and our lessons that we learned in this, in the episode today. Because, one, we got to see Castiel, because from last episode, we saw that it looks like Jack was able to use his powers to kind of wake him up so that it would be able to find him. Um, so that was really cool. And then also we got to finally have some leeway with Dean. Since I know that I've especially been talking about it since the first episode of this season, which is obviously just four episodes ago. But I'm really happy that we finally get kind of that out of the way, or that we made leeway with Dean and how he's kind of just kind of being a dick. Sorry, could I say it? Sorry, Steve. Um, how he's kind of being a jerk um, this season and things like that. And and I'm just glad we kind of just, it's early. You know what I mean? Like, it's we, we don't have to have that continue through the entire season. And we'll get bits and pieces. But I'm glad that it's not as prevalent. Does that make sense? You know what I mean? It's, oh, I'm so happy. Um... Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Ivan. Um, and Billie Jean. Hey, Billie Jean. Um, so, yeah, I'm real. I'm so, so happy we got that out of the way. I'm really also glad that I'm not the only one who feels this way. Um, but let's, let's, I'm going to jump into Castiel's first, mostly just because he was kind of sprinkled throughout the episode. And so I feel like we can kind of clump all of Castiel together. So he wakes up and pretty much he's in just darkness. And in my head, I was going, is it? It can't be Purgatory, because I think we saw Purgatory, or maybe it's just because I've been seeing The Good Place, that show, um, so I've been kind of mixing the two together sometimes when it comes to, like, Heaven and Hell, but um, I figure that he was either in Purgatory or if he was in a certain different part of Purgatory, if that makes sense, like, or just, like, a different version of it or, like, something specifically for angels. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. And I was technically kind of correct, but yes, it is called The Big Empty. And it was kind of interesting that angels and demons... Oh, thank you, Ivan. Um, that uh, Castiel, or at least angels and demons, it looks like. Yeah, Billie Jean, I agree. That uh, Billie Jean in the chat says it, looks, it looked like Cass was in the Upside Down. I completely agree with you. I thought I was watching an episode of Stranger Things. And I was like, what's happening? But I mean, kind of. If you think about it, The Big Empty is kind of the same space that... Eleven kind of uses, you know, in both seasons and how to locate people. So it's very interesting. I agree with you, Renji. I also thought it was also going to be called the Void, but yes, I, I don't know. It's kind of, it's kind of weird, but it's okay. But I also liked that Cass was obviously looking for a way out because he actually had no idea where he was, which I don't blame him. But then we get this like kind of 
black ink kind of figure that just kind of pops out from the ground, and then he becomes Castiel because he doesn't really have nice. Yes, uh, as Josh says, hi Josh, um, where he goes, I'm the friendly neighborhood cosmic entity. I, I love that since I'm a huge Spider-Man fan, I really love that he kind of used that phrase. I thought that was very interesting. But pretty much that like, he's this entity that pretty much just keeps kind of the order of that space, but there really isn't an order for it because the fact that if they go into a deep for all eternity sleep and that's it and then he sleeps as well but obviously if there's something that's disturbing the force or (laughs) the big empty uh which i love because there was a star wars reference in this episode that he uh, he he um wakes up and has to deal with it so but also the fact that they've never had to deal with that because he never had to really be awake for anything so I, i i don't know it's so cool but i loved yes ivan i agree with you i I love that Misha got to got to be able to kind of change his demeanor. I feel like Castiel has moments throughout all 13 seasons where he's where Misha has been able to kind of be somebody else, you know, and kind of still be cast but also has to change his personality or his demeanor or something like that. So it was really really cool seeing a completely different side of Misha and his acting and it also shows how a well-rounded actor he is it was so cool uh yeah I agree with you Billie Jean I really think Misha should get an award for that because it was awesome excuse me watching him being able to act in this like kind of like there's something itching at the back of his head kind of thing which I love the analogy of that he's kind of like a gnat that's just buzzing around in his head because I can see that because he's like I just want to go to sleep also I don't know how anybody else is I know for a fact that I'm one of those people that loves to sleep, and when there's just something in the room, whether it's like light that's just kind of hitting you in a certain way, or or a fly, or a bug, and you can kind of hear it buzzing around and you're trying to sleep, or that neighbor who's being noisy, or whatever, like there's just like, like that one noise, or like construction happening, like near your window, I would become empty cast, because I feel like I'm just like, I just want to sleep. I don't want to deal with you right now. I just want to lay down and go to sleep. So I, it was kind of funny to me that the fact that he like embodied my, uh, I'm really freaking tired and you're in my, and you're preventing me from sleeping kind of thing. But at the same time, it was so scary watching him kind of torment Castiel and the fact that he had enough power to like reach into Castiel's memories. We got to see also, I've been saying, yes, thank you, Renji. Um, uh, Renji said me and the empty would get along. Yeah. Uh, Broken Gem says my spirit animal is em- uh, my spirit animal is empty cast. I, it's just, it's too perfect. Um, but I thought it was interesting, one, because I've been telling the girls when we originally did the show together when I joined a, like a few seasons back with Katie and Lindsay that I was like, Cass always gets the fuzzy end of the lollipop. Like, it's just not... It's not fun for Cass. Like, most of the time, he's usually just innocent and kind of just does his thing. But he's always getting stabbed, beat up, burned, sent somewhere, bullied. It's a lot. And I feel like he's been doing that for seasons. So it was really interesting that Empty Cass was able to bring it up and go, uh, yeah, don't you hate having to go through all of this and being a fail- quote-unquote failure and, and blah 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 Um, oh, thank you, uh, Harris. Um... I got that phrase from uh, the movie uh, Fuzzy End of the Lollipop is what um, Harris is asking me. 
Um, I got it from uh, uh, Some Like It Hot. It's one of my favorite movies, and Marilyn Monroe uses that. She always says that she always gets the fuzzy end of the lollipop. Um, at least I think that's correct. Um, but anyway, so the fact that he that empty cast was kind of showing him how like he's been going through all this stuff and that, you know, I know everything about you, but I love that cast retorted and was like, you can do whatever you want. You can torture me, yell at me, you know, kick me, hurt me. I don't care. I'm just going to be here. I'm going to be awake. And you know that if you wanted to throw me into the farthest end of the empty, you know that I'm still going to be here bothering you and you're still going to be awake. The only way you can get rid of me is if you send me back to earth. And you, you guys and gals, we got Cassiel. He's back on Earth in his body, which I'm like really glad we didn't have to like find kind of a loophole for that, you know, because the fact that we technically saw Sam and Dean burn his body, original body. Well, I mean, it's also kind of tough because I also feel like Cass is kind of like the doctor sometimes where he goes through so many different versions of his body, versions, versions of his body that it's not really his body anymore. So, and I'm also like, I also agree with um, Taku66. I hope I said that right. Um, I'm hoping that it's our cast. Because, I mean, I'm assuming, I'm, <laughs> I am assuming that it's going to be our cast because I feel like that would be kind of crazy to bring empty casts into the world and have to deal with that on top of it. Like, it would be crazy. But at the same time, I would love to see what the writers would do with that if we did get empty casts into the world and then left our actual cast cast up in the empty down in the empty on the side upside down i don't know but uh but i think at least to me i'm i believe that it is our cast and that he is actually going to go find sam and dean and jack i'm very intrigued what you guys think um yes i but i agree that i think Cass is also definitely a winchester um i'm trying to think how Cass and Jack are going to be now. Or is Castiel going to be more protective of Jack because Dean's being a, a jerk? And it's just like, don't you talk to my son like that. You're like, full on Papa Bear kind of thing. And as we're slowly getting into that, I think that's a really good segue. Sorry, now I'm looking at the chat because I want to know what they said. Um, if the empty actually is a villain, I agree, Harris, it could be. That's why I said if they did decide to switch it and send empty cast down instead of or up or whatever um to um instead of our actual cast that would be very interesting oh did you billy did i did you mention the empty last season i just completely missed it i might have i don't remember yes i agree the empty ivan says the empty feels more neutral like angel of death in charmed i can agree with that it actually makes more sense for me now to actually put that in there I'm waiting for, Billie Jean says, I'm waiting for the reunion, that reunion with Cass and Dean. There will be tears, mostly from Dean. That's what I'm hoping for, but I'm also really excited to see, like, Papa Cass, like, you know, being like, hey, you're bullying my son, get out of here, kind of thing. Or maybe it will be a nice, not segue, but, like, the fact that it's a little bit kind of like a balancing act of the fact that Cass can now be like, hey, I'm alive, wasn't Jack's fault. We're all good, but they still need to be able to open the rift to find um, uh, Mary. So, but I'm glad that we're like kind of getting our people one by one. So I'm really happy that Cass is back. I also want to know how long it's going to take for Cass to actually be back with the group because they have been moving around a little bit. But anyway, well, let's get to the group because I feel like, you know, we're doing the thing. Taurus, Billy, Billy Fro, Supernatural, the Reaper. Oh, 
okay. All right, Ivan. I feel you on that. Or even Death on SPN, who is pretty neutral. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, you know what? That makes sense. I didn't even think about that from Billy from from The Empty in season 11. How did I miss that? Oh, Billy Jean. Terrible. Dean is the dad and Cass is the mom for Jack. And what's Sam? I guess he's the uncle, I guess. Oh, man. Cass will be so funny as a mom. I think it would be hilarious. No, you're right. Billy from, from season 11. You guys are correct. I think it's just because it's been a while for me that I forget. But, yes, I might have to look that up again. Does anybody know what episode that was? If you guys know what episode that was, you should put it in there. Um, but, yes, okay, you guys are right. Billy the Reaper mentioned it. I'm, like, having a hard time remembering that episode. So if you guys remember what episode that was, I need to rewatch it so I can see it again because I definitely don't remember. It's been a while. <laughs> so a lot has happened in this year for me, so I feel like everything's just... So, oh, Sam is Jack's brother. Oh, that's so nice because Sam doesn't have a little brother. Uh, well, Adam, I guess, counts. Right, guys? Like, Adam technically counts as, like, that little brother. So does that mean we have Adam and Jack now, technically, as little brothers? Huh. Interesting. Episode is from from Form and Void. It was early in season 11. Okay, cool. Well, I'll, I'll look it up. It's fine. Well, yeah, we have Adam, right, Harris? Is that, isn't that that where we're... Yeah, <laughs> thank you. I was like, Adam is technically, technically the little brother. Um, so, yeah, she was debuted. Okay, cool. Thanks, guys. See, this is why I love that you guys are here to help me, because I'm like, I don't remember that. Um, but yeah. Oh, Harris, that's a great idea. Maybe Jack will save Adam. I am okay with this. I want it. Uh, okay, well, before we start diving into that, um, and I really hope we get Adam back, hopefully, in this season. That would be really great, especially since we've been kind of having this kind of, like, band of brothers kind of thing now. It would be nice to have them as well. <laughs> um, so the the case of the week, we have um, poor Wes. He comes home. I don't know if he's coming from work or coming from grievance counseling. I can't really tell, like, exactly when he got back. But he comes home, and he sees his dead wife, Erica, uh, come in and 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 the funny thing is we don't not the funny thing is the thing is we don't see we don't see their na- their their names when they first come in but the fact that you can understand that he's like okay you're dead which she said or which he said right away and as soon as she came in for the hug obviously I knew something bad was going to happen stabbed and and even the little you know it wasn't just like a straight stab and then walk out it was like a stab and switch hold up I was like okay you really wanted to make sure he was dead and then. We 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 get Dean obviously being in his brooding self, and and the fact that he can't grieve, you know. It, well, it's not that he can't grieve; he's grieving in his own way, which is very Dean-like. It's very, you know, I'm okay. All I need is a bottle of Jack, and I'm good, which he does mention later on in the episode. And so Sam makes the 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 not the choice, the suggestion to have Jack go with them because he needs some fresh air. And we all need it, and we should just go out. Jack should just try it. And, of course, Dean obviously uh, protests, but eventually just goes, fine, bring him along. It's okay. Um, <clears throat> and, sorry, now I'm looking back at the chat. I was confused because the chick was holding a knife and walked out the door. It was when I thought she couldn't be a ghost. I agree, Ivan, uh, because of the fact that I think they mentioned in the teaser for last week that we were going to be dealing with ghosts that I think it threw us off, which was kind of cool because we went through technically three different things. We had... What we had ghost revenant and then now this and as as a person who is watching 
um, why not Earp? Every time I hear Revenant, I'm like, <laughs> you know. So if you don't know what that is, you should look it up. Uh, why not Earp is awesome. Um, anyway, so Jackson his room playing uh, Clone Wars. I couldn't. I was assuming he was playing, but I thought he was watching Clone Wars, like actually watching it. Um, and he he said Ahsoka incorrectly. I think he went Ashoka or something, but it's Ahsoka. Get it together, buddy. Um, but Ahsoka, and he's like, oh, I really like Ahsoka. I don't really. I don't really like Annie, and I was like, mm-hmm. it's okay, Jack. We we understand the reference there. It's it's cool. Um, but I thought that was funny. And uh, and the fact that he's like, no, I don't want to go. I'm just going to stay home. I don't want to cause any trouble. Dean won't look at me. That kind of thing. Um, yeah. Uh, yes. Thank you, Ivan. I was like, ah, Clone Wars! Um, but the fact that he was able to, to try, you know, Sam told him that he needed to show effort because Dean... Um, uh, not relates to it, but the fact that he can understand that better than obviously you just being there, um, which I thought was very interesting. So I thought that was really, really cool. And so they go to the house, they talk to the neighbor. The neighbor's like, I for sure saw Erica because they've been living in this house for six years and she died six months ago and I saw her, like she walked out. And so that was crazy. And so the fact they were like, yeah, it has to be a revenant. Um, because there was no, gosh, guys, I'm trying to remember the, the tool that they were using. It's, um, is it EMG or EMC? I know it's EM something. I just always forget. I could be saying it wrong altogether. Uh, my brain, it's late. (laughs) So I'm like, I don't know what it's called. So put it in the chat if you guys remember. But they were using the, the machine to see if there was any, um, EMF. Oh my God. Thank you, Harris. Um, uh, and Ivan, thank you. Um, EMF. I was way off. My alphabet soup is just, it's just the worst. Um, the EMF machine to see if they can find anything. And there was no, um, uh, remnants of, of, um, of ghosts. So then they decided to burn the body or no, they wanted to look, uh, dig her up to see if her body was there. Her body was there. So there was a lot of confusion back and forth. And, uh, boys are, I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, Billy Jean said, when are the boys going to buy Jack some new clothes? He's been wearing the same thing for four episodes now. I agree with you, Billy Jean. I'm assuming that they'll have to eventually, but I feel like at the same time, they kind of, well, remember they did mention they've been kind of stuck up in the, in the, um, uh, at home, like this entire time. Um, but, but I, we obviously saw Sam go to get coffee and stuff and I'm assuming they have to go on grocery runs. So I don't know. Maybe they just don't want to measure him. I have no idea. Um, but I feel like he's always wearing like a white shirt and like dark pants. I feel, and then he just wears the same jacket. So, I mean, I could be wrong though. Um, so I'm trying to remember in my head (laughs) everything. So yeah, so they, um, Sam and Dean argue a little bit more because of the fact that Dean's just having him do tasks like going on a food run, having him dig up the grave and little tiny tasks like that. Um, and we 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 get to the point where Sam's like, you just got to let him try. Just let him try. And so uh, we find out that there was another accident with a um, older lady, which I believe her name was Gina, and she saw her son in the backseat of her car, Scotty. Uh, who ended up just ripping her to shreds. That was insane. Um, sorry. Uh, Ivan Soto says, the actor that plays Jack is 27 in real life, so he could be playing his age as Jack because the boys always call him a kid. I think so, 24. I was assuming that he was at least at least 21 or 22 
Um, but he also has a younger face, so I have no idea. But I do agree that it is kind of a riff off of Cass's outfit. The fact that he's wearing like a tan jacket, a white shirt, dark pants, like it makes sense. Um, and I agree. Uh, Sam brought up the fact that um, Dean was acting like um, Daddy Winchester. And the fact that he's like, that didn't, that might have worked with you, but it didn't work with me. And it's definitely not going to work for Jack. And I love that they brought that up. And I love that this is a continuing thing. It's not just like, oh, this is what we're doing now. We're just kind of moving on. But they keep bringing up the fact that, like, the things that we are doing is not helping. We need to just be all on the same page. But also, as you know, when your parents, sometimes they're not always on the same wavelength. Dad might be a little bit stricter. Mom might be a little sweeter or vice versa. I know my parents are. My mom was always a tough cookie. And my dad was always kind of a softer guy when it comes to to things like that so it's very i like i still like the dynamic i'm i'm not quite sure how long it'll be before that because now that we have kind of headway with that i guess they should dean oh nice uh that would be that would be interesting to see dean with a bat with barbed wire i would laugh i would laugh so hard if that was the case but but yeah Mm. um so um, they were able to find out from the two victims who died that they have the same grievance counselor uh, or grief counselor. So they went to find her and her name's Mia and they decided to have a session. So I don't know how you guys felt about this. In my head, as soon as I said, oh, she's a she's a grievance counselor. I was like, oh, oh, no, this is where this is where all the dirty laundry is about to come out because if if she's a good counselor which clearly she is uh stuff is going to like just all of the bad juju is going to come out and it's and it's time and i was hoping that it was going to be more of dean kind of having a moment and like being angry and lashing out even though he's already been kind of doing that but i was hoping he was going to hit that point but i was very surprised that i got to see sam doing that and again i'm not saying that Sam is not allowed to do that. I think it's great because we actually get to see his character get frustrated. And he makes great points of the fact that ever since mom came back or Mary came back, it's always been Dean and Mary. Dean and Mary just trying to do their thing. Especially because I feel like she knows that Dean is more like John than anything. And so maybe she's able to kind of connect with that a little bit better. But at the same time, Sam is also a very smart soft, you know, kind person. And But also Sam was always doing his own thing. So the fact that we got to see his frustrations was great. Um, Yes, Billie Jean, I agree that they finally got therapy. Thank God. Yes, I completely agree with that. And it was was just nice. Again, I really love that they decided to have Sam have the uh, to be the one to lash out and kind of be like, you, you always got to hang out with her. You know, you got to bond with her. I didn't get, even get to do that, you know, because obviously I didn't get to do that when I was younger because she died after I was born. And then now that she, I got a second chance to do that, I didn't really get to bond with her even when she was here. And it's tough, you know? So I've, I, I felt for him in this episode for that. And I like that Dean kind of went, Oh, I've been kind of a jerk, you know? And, yeah, Renji, I agree. Sam really never connected with either of his parents, and that's that's always tough. And I think that's why he always latches on to people so quickly is because he doesn't have... I mean, Dean, of course, has always been like that father figure to him that he never really got. And then now he has somebody in his life that lost both of his parents, and he wants to help him, you know, because the fact that he technically lost both of his parents in the same way, you know, obviously he didn't get to spend time with his mom when he was growing up, 
his dad was always distant and then eventually he obviously went on his own way and then when he came back he died and then mary came back she disappeared it's it's a lot so i'm really glad that him and jack kind of have that where he feels that there's there's nobody to kind of bridge him with somebody else you know so i think that's really really cool that they've decided that sam and jack are the ones that are going to bond um but i love that the counselor also picked up on it as well Clearly, she's been probably doing it for quite some time. Um, we find out that she's a shapeshifter because um, they go, uh, what was it? They go into, uh, no, Sam leaves after he outlashed, go up, sees that there's a little bit of blood on the sign that says, please, you know, um, respect our privacy. He goes up there, opens up the bathtub because he's seeing just blood everywhere. Watch in my head, I'm going, if you are a shapeshifter and you have to shed your skin before you turn back, why why would you not i don't know check to see that there's just blood just all over the place i mean i get it if you block it off they probably didn't think anyone was going to be up there but you never know people are curious i guess and you just got to be careful but i digress so sam finds it he goes down and goes oh she's a shapeshifter you're the one who's who's killing all these people and she had no idea that her patients were even being targeted and realizes that she had she was in an abusive relationship with this guy named bobby buddy no. Wait, guys, I don't remember his name. What did I write in my one of my what did I write in my notes? Do 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 do. I'm trying to find it. I wrote up. Oh, thanks, Steve. <laughs> Buddy, thank you. I was like looking and I was like, where is it? My notes are terrible right now. Buddy, yes. Um, so yes, Buddy. Uh he he's the one who obviously was an abusive terrible person and that she actually ran to start a new life because she didn't condone what he was doing and what he was doing to her and all this kind of stuff which is it's also really interesting that we actually got to see a relationship though which even though they are in their minds monsters or to our minds monsters they actually can still go through the same exact things that us i mean humans uh can go through the fact that she fell in you know she fell in love or felt a connection with this with buddy you know and then all of a sudden you know he was she didn't realize that he was an abusive terrible person um i'm trying to look here it was the last time we had the shapeshifters on the show uh season two has it really been that long season two was the last time we had shapeshifters on the show that's crazy i didn't even think about that Oh, shifters don't have to kill, right? Because how did he, how did she get me as body? Yeah, I don't know, man. Um, sorry, I feel really weird because I'm just like reading the live chat. But so I'll get back to that. But, um, but it was really interesting get, getting to see that softer side again. As you know, you know, it's been it's been 13 seasons, so I feel like we we can finally start hitting, um certain points of how even people who have to live this certain lifestyle or they're born this certain way that they're not all bad people and i loved that about that that she's like i wanted to help people that's all i want to do so she uses her shape-shifting abilities to help people have that final closure which is huge for people who've lost loved ones or you know or friends or pets i mean i mean i don't know how far shape-shifting goes um but oh Taku says it was back in season six was the last time we saw shifters. Wow, it was a long time ago. Jeez. Oh, wow. That's crazy. I didn't even think about that. Oh, they had another. I'll have to look it up because I don't remember. But 
Um, but yeah, so I think it's really, really cool seeing the fact that we got to see somebody who was like, I, I know I was born this way, but I choose to be a better person. And I loved that about that. And I liked Mia. She was really, really sweet. And so, of course, Sam decides that he's going to go look for Buddy. And, and then Dean stays behind. Um, well, no, wait. I think it was the other way around. Sorry. Sam stays behind. Dean and Jack go to find Buddy. Um, they didn't find anything, so they came back. Um, and uh, Sam obviously figured out that uh, that where Buddy's next target would be. And so Sam leaves. Dean stays. And uh, um, I'm trying to think in my head what happens next. Um, oh, we get um, Dean on the phone trying to call Sam because he's like, why didn't Sam call me? And I love that Mia's just like, I wonder why, <laughs> you know? So I really like that she was able to be kind of involved. But this next part really brought me to tears for sure. Um, uh, so I love that Jack goes, Mia, can we talk in private? Um, and I love that. So he... I was wondering because I didn't even realize he had a backpack on until this part of the episode. I like completely didn't even recognize it at first. I don't know why I thought he didn't have anything on him. But so he has a backpack. He uh, they go into Mia's office and or where she has her sessions, and he goes, "This is my mother, and I'm not actually their their actual real brother." They tell me to lie sometimes. I thought that was really adorable. And he's like, "I never got to meet her because she died after I was born, and I just I just want to see her one last time." That was amazing and it was it was so sweet and so she she did it but i love the conversation that they have when she finally becomes um kelly yes kelly you know they sit down and they're having a moment and i love how she's like not really like throwing herself really at at um at jack it's more online she's letting him talk and kind of her responding very shortly because of the fact that she doesn't want i'm assuming as a counselor you don't want to like give false hope but the next question when he says, like, I'm afraid, you know, I um, when I hurt, I've hurt people in the past and, you know, I want to feel bad, but I just I feel nothing. And I like that. It wasn't just like I don't feel bad. Like it wasn't that it was like I don't feel anything, um, which was great. Um, the fact that he was able to to recognize like how this must be a terrible thing for me not to feel something and she completely agreed with the fact that she's like he's like i'm a monster and she's like no you know you're trying to be a good person you can also be a good person and a monster and i loved this conversation of the fact that she related so much that she was able to hug him and even kind of you know even though it was the actress playing kelly you knew that mia from the inside was like i'm you know i understand how you feel and that's why that's why i had to um, sorry, Ivan, it's not what I meant. I meant, like, emotionally throwing herself, if that makes sense. Um, but the fact that she wasn't, um, comp yeah, I don't know. I don't know a better phrase to say, but you know what I'm trying to say. I really appreciated the fact that they were able to connect on that way and that she was able to kind of help him understand that even though, sure, you might have been born in this certain way and you might, people might be using you for this specific thing, you are in control of what you want. You, this is your destiny. You can pick what you want to do. If you choose that you want to be a good person, you don't want to hurt anybody, do it. This is what you, this is what it is. And you're allowed to do that. Hence why Mia decided instead of being a shapeshifter and hurting people and taking people's personalities or not personalities, um, personas and stuff, she is deciding to use that to help people move on it's fantastic it was such i really love jack as a character and i agree with Hexbug up there that uh jack's character is is oh sorry uh 
Broken Gem says Jack is such an awesome character, and I agree. I feel like it's it's just so amazing how we're able to get so much from this one character who's who hasn't really done much yet since it's only four episodes in. It's it's fantastic. So we see that Dean gets knocked out. Buddy's backy. Uh, Buddy's backy. Buddy's back in the house, um, uh, and we he. It's so I wasn't expecting him to just like rip off his skin i i guess i'm so used to the the instant change all the time so it was like really cool to see the prosthetics being ripped off but at the same time i was like oh we're doing that that's gross um but when dean comes in picks up the um, uh, the fire poker fireplace poker knocks knocks jack out and and we get to see him reveal who he truly is but i love it because in my head i'm just seeing um uh jensen ackles grabbing like a bucket like a bucket of blood or something and like going and action and him just squeezing it through his fingers it was just like oh so gross but it was really cool to see from the edit from point a to point b um so um we see that it's obviously it's buddy he's like you know and 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 i love that it wasn't like a full-on um uh, not monster squabble. I don't know how to say it, but like the fact that there wasn't just lingo being thrown around of like, of it just being like shapeshifter lingo that we probably didn't understand. I like that it seemed like that that she was in an abusive relationship. Like it seemed like you think that you can live a better life without me, like that kind of thing. And as a person who's been in an abusive relationship before, it was crazy how real it felt. And I'm not saying that like, you know, it's not it's not real. I'm just talking about the fact that it's it's a TV show. But I love that they were able to to make it seem like it was such a real relationship. She was really afraid of him and he was like, you know, crazy. So it was really, it was really cool. Even though it was really sad for me, I felt really bad for her. But I also loved that she was like, when he gave her the ultimatum of, I'm going to shoot these two guys, these two boys or men or whatever, or I'm going to kill you. And she immediately was just like, no, shoot me. I want you to take my life because I don't want you to hurt these guys. Sam shows back up. It's like a weird tense moment, and Dean has that moment of like, you know, Jack, help me out of these cuffs. And he's like, no, I can't. My powers don't work. And he gives him a pep talk to be like, I, I know Sam and you have been working on it. You know, I know you can do it. You know, that kind of thing. And it was it was awesome feeling that, like, uh, moment of, you know, he's like, we're in a pinch. You know, you got to try. You got to do it. And instead, he doesn't break. Obviously, he doesn't break it because they knocked out dean before it can get there but sam shows up about to walk in through the door and jack was able to protect everyone protect mia protect dean uh sam himself and was able to knock knock buddy back and then was able to um sam was able to get the shot that they needed and it and he died and Mia obviously was like, you know, I'm sorry if it wasn't if I didn't if it wasn't for me, we wouldn't be in this mess and people wouldn't have been killed and stuff like that. You know, I'm not really helping anybody. And I love that Jack at the end was like, no, you did. And it's because she helped him. And I really, really and she's helping other people. It's just it's just bad circumstances obviously caused problems for her. And it's not specifically her fault. And I love that it's also the same thing as if you're in an abusive relationship, it's never the victim's fault. It's not your fault. It's obviously somebody who's just wrapped up. I'm not going to get into it, but you know what I mean? So it was really nice. And then obviously we have that sweet moment where um, Jack is in the kitchen and um, Dean pretty much just is kind of just really nice to him. And it was just so, it was great. I was like, yay, we did it, guys. We got through it. Dean's not a little 
a-hole anymore. I was really happy about it that he was able to do that. I mean, again, it's not like he's going to completely change. He's probably still going to give Jack, me- like, super menial tasks and, like, you know, things like that. But it's a step in the right direction. He also apologized to Sam, you know, the, the fact that he was being an a-hole. And we got, th- and we got through it. And it was so nice. Um, I'm checking here. Ivan says instant shifts are from purebreds, I think. Uh, amazing Jack. Very different from his anarchy arrow character. Mm-hmm. I do remember him. Dean finally got his head out of his butt. Yeah. I'm really glad that he's not deep, so far deep into the tush. I understand that I think um, Harris was the one that was like, I was actually okay with the way his demeanor was. I didn't mind it. I just felt like it was going to get old very quick. And the fact that Dean's done this before, which is, again, very amazing that they can keep this character to the point where he's so, um, he's, he knows Dean so well that he knows that this is how he would react when he's grieving. It's mostly just frustrating because it's just like, you are an adult. You've been doing this for so long. Like, we got to get through it, you know? And again, I'm not saying that his grieving process is like the worst or anything. It's just, it's tough when you have to deal with this kind of, with this kind of thing. You're dealing with a kid who doesn't know what his purpose is. You got to handle that with some sort of ease in class, sir. And then, but at the same time, people have to grieve differently and you got to find help. Like the one thing I didn't like was the fact that he's like, oh, she's a shrink, you know? And she's, and he, I can't remember the line that he said, but I love that Sam was like, people getting help because they need it or that, you know, they're, they're searching for it. And he's like, yeah, okay. But it was, again, it was very Dean of him, but also really, it really tears me up because it's like, you're so ignorant that you would rather, because it's not what you would do. It's stupid. You know what I mean? So like, it makes me upset, but I also understand that's just how Dean, just how Dean is. So it's, it's, it's rough. Um, his grieving process is maladaptive has been since he was yeah no again Harris I totally agree with you this is definitely how Dean is and and Dean is still my favorite character in this aspect because the fact that he's just he he goes through so much and I feel like he it would just be really nice to finally get a little bit of not it's not that he's not mature it's just there are times where he's just really ignorant when i'm like i know you're smarter than this you know what i mean so i don't i would never can like i would never judge him to a point like of the fact that he's grieving this certain way and you're allowed to grieve as long as you want but when it's starting to affect people in your life like as a meaning like you're like how mia said how it's like you're lashing out to the people who are in your life if someone tells you that you should you should be able to pick up on that or the fact that you should just know that that's just how you are and you should be able to work through it. But again, it's a little bit tough when you're hunting. Like, you know, it's a thing. So I'm happy that we, we made we made leeway. It's a thing. We did it. And at the same time, I'm also, you know, really happy that we get cast back and that we're finally making some headway on everything. Like, it's, it's, it's moving. Even though we're only in episode four, I'm glad that we kind of, like, kind of hit that chunk. You know, we've hit that level now that we're like, okay, now we can start hitting... A little bit more monsters of the week, but at the same time start actually hitting story. That makes sense. So that's pretty much everything that I wanted to talk about. Um, my predictions for the show, because I don't really have like two minutes left. Um, if you guys have any, go ahead and put them in. After Buzz TV predictions. Nice. Um, if you have them now, throw them in there. It's only for the next episode. I couldn't. My DVR stopped before I can see the trailer for next week, so I don't know what it is. So don't tell me. Don't put it in the thing. I'll look it up uh, when I get home. But, um, but I'm I'm really excited um, to see again if Cass comes back. 
Um, or Cass is back on Earth, but I want to see if he's going to make it to the group. Um, I'm also excited to see how Sam, Dean, and Jack are going to help him with his powers because he technically got his powers back in this episode if it was like a one-time deal or if he's actually able to go through like Jedi training, you know, and actually go through it. And it's it's going to be cool. I'm I'm really happy with the group and I want to see what their bigger role is, especially because the fact that Sam did mention earlier in this episode that he did want to have Jack hone his power so they can open up the rift and find Mary. So, yeah, I don't know, man. It's going to be really, really good. I don't know if anybody else has any predictions, because I know there's a little bit of a lag there. Um, yeah, that's why I did a live one. Oh, are you guys talking about something? Oh, man, I missed it. Um, Jacked is a charmed one. His powers will come from his emotion. Nice, Ivan. I can agree with that for sure. Um, uh, I think... I think it'll be interesting because I don't really know how. Yeah, as of right now, we only know that he's definitely mostly using emotion to get through things. Um, Billy Jean says, I predict that Jack is going to sense Cass and tell the boys that they can go find him. Sure. Josh says, uh, Oh, never mind. That's not a prediction. Haha. <laughs> um,. But anyway, I don't want to keep going because I know we're going to run out of time. But thank you guys so much for hanging out with me. Definitely tell me your guys' predictions. Tweet it at me and tweet it at the girls as well or put it down in the comments below. I try to read all the comments every week as much as I can. Um, definitely uh, tune in for next week so that we can all hang out and do this again. Um, and uh, I really want to know what you guys think. I know we're only five episodes in, but I'm like really excited to find out. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. Uh... Oh, yeah, don't forget to check out us on iTunes. Uh, let's check out AfterBuzz TV on iTunes. We have so many shows. Anything that you're watching, we're probably covering it. Just go ahead and throw in five, four stars because the other stars do not work. And um, you should come and hang out. It'll be so much fun. Um, again, thank you guys so much. I know it was a weird solo show and where I was talking the entire time, but I really, really appreciate you guys coming and hanging out with me. Um, Ivan, uh, Broken Gems, Billie Jean Girl, um, Harris, Hexbug, who else am I forgetting? Uh, I think that was everybody. If I missed you, I'm so sorry. But I really appreciate you guys hanging out with me. I hope you guys have a wonderful Sunday and the rest of your week. And we will be back here Sunday, hopefully with my whole group. If not, I will definitely be here um, to talk about Supernatural Episode 5. Mwah. Have a good night. See you guys later. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.